Hello, everyone. It's Abby. Hey there, it's Lexi. This week, we're going to have a little chit-chat about dating apps because our main episode for the week started off, well, it didn't even start off with a Tinder date because she kept blowing them off, but they matched on Tinder. So I figured we could talk about dating app culture, some of our worst experiences, and weird things we've noticed in general. Like, for example, yesterday I was scrolling through Hinge, and you know how they have those voice prompts? Yeah, that's like a really weird new feature, if you ask me. I think it's kind of weird. This is coming from people who are clearly on the radio, <laughs> but it's like, I do think it's weird. I haven't put one on my page. You don't think, I kind of like it, if I'm really? honest with you. So, funny story about me, maybe it is because we work in radio and voices to me are super important, but I was talking to this guy for like way too long. Like He was in the military, so we were pen pals for like five months. And then we met up at a bar and within seconds after hearing him talk, I was like, mm, I can't do the voice. Right as you started talking, I guess I could kind of relate to that. Being from New York and moving to Florida, there's people who have like thick accents here. So no, I, we, no, we don't. Yeah, no, but I'm serious. I've shown up to like, a hinge date and like the second he started talking I was like well okay as an accent I didn't know well what does an accent sound like to you because in it my definitely pic- southern okay well that makes sense yeah. if he's from like Yuli just for reference we live in northeast Florida which to me I have like a just a very generic American accent I will say you don't have an accent but I hear it all the time like where are you from because I say things I think you and I have been out to dinner and someone has been like okay where are you from you're saying your A's weird well you definitely have a very northern accent you say specific words and I'm like yeah she's from the from the north so I guess when you put it that way, yes, I do like when I hear other people's voice memos. I just don't feel the <laughs> confidence to put my own voice memo on my dating apps. Well, it's a hard choice to make. What do you even choose to say? Because why I like it is because I can just hear the tenor of their voice. But sometimes people be really wilding out and just saying the weirdest things. Yesterday I was on Hinge and I'll actually pull up the voice memo because it was that bizarre. Although it did make me laugh. So I don't even know if I have room to judge because I appreciated it. Let me just let me just play this for you. This is from um, Kyle. So if you're into this, let me know. Hey, Kyle. They'll set you up. I've had numerous um, sexual fantasies about the green M&M. Appreciated the voice because I was like, oh, he's got a nice voice. But then I was like, what made you choose that one? If you were going to say one thing to me, why did you choose to say that? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess the delivery was horrible. And (laughs) I mean, him being funny, like I've had a lot of like sexual fantasies about the green M&M. I think it would be funny if like he just wrote that. You know, I, I admire people who like, right clever I don't come up with any clever like things like that no. I saw one yesterday that was like oh teach me something new about and someone was like space or world world of warcraft and I was like <laughs> I don't have it in me to just say something like that you know it's like I'd probably like get on there and be like what's up it's Lexi like I don't know what do you say I think the one word answers are weird because it's like well you could have just written that out I think the point of a voice memo is something that would be hard to type out or explain like you know me I love to send voice memo text just because right. I love to hear people's voices and you can just hear the, the tone in their voice and it's just easier to explain things. Yeah, I guess for this guy, it's just kind of a note that you should dress up like the green M&M. I will say <laughs> like the the prompts they put on, I mean I kind of like Hinge for reasoning because some of the prompts do suck, like the questions it asks you but it kind of like alleviates like writing a bio. You know, like the toughest thing about Tinder is you have to just come up with a bio because it's like sometimes I'm like I don't want a bio but sometimes I almost think it's a red flag if I see somebody without a bio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you say in the all about me section? How do you say all of that in under 200 characters or less? And that's the thing. So I was kind of thinking about this earlier in the week. If you should ever put a disclaimer in your bio. So I've been seeing this a lot. It's like some people write, I have a kid. So if you're not into that, definitely don't do it. Or I'm looking for a relationship or I'm looking for just friends. You know, I think that when it comes to stuff like that, those are things that probably come up pretty early. And I mean, I'm definitely one of those people with within the first few messages. It's like, why are you on? Why are you? 
you on the app? What are you looking for? But that's also gotten me into trouble because I've had conversations with people on the app where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm looking for a relationship. I've gone on a couple of dates. I've hung out with this person a bunch and then been like, oh, hey, like we've really hit it off. I do like kind of like you a little bit, but I'm totally not looking for a relationship right now. So it's actually gotten me into trouble. So I've kind of like been thinking about this lately because like recently I'm back on the dating apps. It's one of those things where I'm like, should I be putting something I'm looking for? Like if someone puts, oh, I'm just looking for friends. I'm like, no, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm going to swipe on you. I've actually heard dating experts talk on this. I think it might have been Matthew Hussey if you've seen him on TikTok or something. But he said, if you say no hookups, I'm just looking for a relationship. Even though I don't personally agree with this, he said, if if your preference is men, then that comes off as like almost a little bit too forthcoming. Whereas it's just kind of like, they just want you to see where it goes, which is just BS and like stupid. But I think some people who don't like people being direct could see that as off-putting. But at the same time, if you're looking for someone who's direct, then you would probably appreciate them respecting that about you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I've also matched with people who have had like no disclaimers, but then right off the bat and like, hey, I want to get these heavy questions out of the way because I don't want to waste our times. Mm. I mean, naturally, I'm someone who goes on a dating app because I'm looking for a relationship, but it doesn't mean I'm going to meet somebody on there, really hit it off with them and be like, yeah, I don't want a relationship with you though. You know what I mean? It's like, sometimes you meet friends, sometimes you meet people you just want to hook up with. So I think that, I think putting disclaimers, I mean, more power to those people who, I think a lot of it comes from like, I've had a bad experience where someone like maybe didn't want to be with me for this reason. What would that reason be? Well, that's the thing. It's like, like I said, a lot of people put like, oh, I have kids or, oh, or have you seen this like 420 friendly? Oh yeah. I hate that. You know, I don't like my partner to do that. You know, I mean, better find that out right away than not, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you are going to be writing off a lot of people, but you will be writing off a lot of the wrong people, which I don't think is wrong. Right. So I think it really just depends on the disclaimer. And I think Bumble makes it pretty easy because they're like, well, what are you looking for? And so for guys who are specifically saying they're looking for something casual, in my younger days, I would have been like, I can change them. But now I'm like, if they're specifically saying they want something casual, I'm not even going to mess with it. Yeah. We're 25 at this point. You either want a relationship or you're just like an F boy. But on Hinge, it says, do you do drugs? Do you do marijuana? Like that's on there too. And it's almost casual. Like it's not even a disclaimer. It's just kind of like a, hey, this is what I do. How do you feel about putting like your Instagram handle on your dating profile? Oh, I hate that. You want to know why? Because I've had actually a lot of experiences with guys who do this thing where they put their handle in their profile and basically just say, hey, follow me. I don't really, I don't really answer these messages on on the dating app, but they just do that to get a following, which to me is so bizarre. Yeah. I could see women who maybe want to build a following to be like an influencer doing that. I guess that's somewhat understandable. I think it's stupid, but understandable. And so for me, it's like if a guy is doing that, I know that's sexist, but to me, that's so weird. No, I totally agree. And I think a lot of girls do the same thing. And I will say too, it's some people put the disclaimers in their bios. I don't even know what I'm doing on here. I think total turn off right away. Mm-hmm. It's like one, you're not ready to be on a dating app like this. You're 25. Did you just download it by accident? Yeah. It's you like, had to press download. I barely check it. I don't know what I'm doing on here. You're lucky if I respond. Like people who have like disclaimers like mm-hmm. that, like game over. Well, I'm just at an age where I am looking for a relationship. I do want to be with someone. So if you don't even know why you're on here, do you like women? Are you looking for one? So if you are talking to somebody on a dating app mm-hmm. and um, it's going well, are you a, I want to meet you before I give you my phone number type of person? Or will you move that conversation to text? So here's the thing. To me, it seems really immature if a guy's like, can I get your Snapchat? But I hate giving out my number if I'm honest with you. Yeah. So I don't mind talking on the dating app. I just want to meet in person as soon as we decide that we kind of gel. It doesn't take more than a handful of messages to go, oh, this is like a normal person. We should meet in person. Right. Um, One of my favorite interactions I've ever had with a guy on a dating app was this summer. And he said, hey, can I just cut to the chase and ask you for a drink? And I was like, oh, what a man. Yeah, no, I, I, 
I like that a lot. You know, it's like, well, we can talk for a while on here. I mean, I'm definitely one to be like, okay, yeah, I don't want to talk on this dating app. But if someone gives you your number right away, are you like quick to think that they're like done on that app? Well, I mean, we're going to, I'm assuming we're moving the conversation to the text messages. But here's, here's one of the reasons why I don't like it. And this is just going to show how terrible of a person I am is that when I had a hard time when I was younger, cutting things off with guys, if I didn't know how to reject them, if, or if I've given them like the, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. And they keep pursuing, I would just block their number. So I just don't like them having so much access to my life, which is why I don't like them having my Instagram handle or my phone number. Because once I've decided that we're not going to be friends, we're not going to date. I don't want you in my business anymore. I've got too much of my life out there. Mm -hmm. um, And I don't want you creeping, especially if I'm going to tell like a bad story about you on my podcast. Yeah, literally. So I feel like we should go through our dating app profiles. Let's go for it. Which ones do you have? Uh, I have recently, like this was just within the past week. I have Hinge and Tinder. You have Hinge and Tinder? Okay. Mm -hmm. I deleted Tinder a while back. Yeah, I will tell you, I don't think, I don't know if it's I'm older. Mm -hmm. Now, like this is probably the first time I've been like, you know what? I can start taking these things seriously as far as like the dating apps go. Eight months ago when I first moved here because it was like, ah, I just moved here. You know what I mean? But since then, like I can honestly say I haven't been on it in so long and I feel like Tinder, Tinder's for the young. I feel like Bumble, there's some gray area and Hinge, it's like, I'm looking for a, a husband. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with whatever you're looking for on these apps. I just think that, I mean, transparency definitely is a good thing, but you also shouldn't have to be like, hey, this is who I am right away. You gotta be shopping at the right store. So right now I'm shopping at Bumble and Hinge. So you're on Hinge. So, okay, let me start with my Hinge profile. So my first photo is me at brunch. I look super cute, if I'm honest (laughs) with you. And here is my most liked prompt, which I find so interesting. And I think it's because a lot of my prompts appeal to the male ego. So the my first prompt says, together we could get our parents to stop asking why we're single. Love that. Every single person that I've ever matched with has liked that one. Like, Absolutely. They say something generic like, oh my gosh, please do or whatever. It's just, it, I don't know. It's getting a little old because that's the only one people like. Yeah. And then I have all my information. I've got a photo of me and my family, a photo of me looking spicy. And then here's another one that appeals to the male ego. It says, I'll fall for you if you're athletic, funny, and love country music. That's what you put? Yeah. Athletic, funny, and love country music. Mm-hmm. And they okay. always go, oh, that's me right on the head. That's me. Like, Sometimes they it. go, you country. I'm like, we live in Florida. You so like country. my most liked prompt is I get along best with people who like to talk on the phone. Ooh. Yeah. I love to talk on the phone. No wonder we're friends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love to talk on the phone and that's like the most thing that people will like reply to. Good. So do they ever give you their phone number and say, hey, let's talk? Well, that's why I asked you earlier. It's like, I'm definitely one of those people who right away, if I feel like I'm vibing in the conversation, I'll be like, I don't, I don't want to just talk on the app, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely not one of those people who can like focus on all these conversations. I'm horrible when it comes to the apps. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll talk to someone, I'll feel it out for a little bit and then I'll be like, okay, I'm either going back on the app or not. I guess this is kind of like hand in hand because you said that there's like some things that you notice are like trends. What is something that like you look for specifically when it comes to like people on their profiles? Like when you're, what is something you see it and you're like, I'm quick to judge? I wouldn't say I'm judgmental, but I'm just kind of like looking to see if you're just like a normal person, if that makes sense. I know that sounds a little bit too simple, but I read this on a website somewhere. It's like women who are looking for men are always looking for like a vibe. Do you look like the kind of guy I would meet in person and gel with? Right. So for me, that typically looks like guys who maybe work in sales and Mm -hmm. um, like to golf. That's Mm -hmm. like kind of my type. So like job and hobby and like you look for things like that. Yeah. So if I see you on like a motorcycle with seven piercings, probably not going to be the vibe for the girl who grew up in the suburbs. Right. Um, Although maybe with this red hair I have, (laughs) I could attract more of that. And then men who are looking for women look at bodies. Yeah. They look specifically at the bodies. And I know that's true because I recently added just a full 
full body photo of me, my matches have gone up astronomically. Really? And it's not even like a sexual photo. It's just, this is what my body looks like. So it's really weird uh, from the perspective, like obviously like my dating, my dating apps are set to both, like mm-hmm. set to men, set to women. And I feel like I am more prone to not match with a girl if she is showing more of her body. And that's not from the perspective of me, but that's from the perspective of like, oh, I don't know if I want to be with someone who's just, this is going to sound bad, but like looking to just like show off like that. You know what I mean? I find my biggest flaw in these dating apps is I analyze these people's pictures. Like, oh, why are they taking, why are they posting a mirror selfie or like a Snapchat filter on their face or like things like that? But then again, some people I'm like, if their photos look too professional, it's like, is this person real? But me, all my photos, like a friend took of me, they're never just like, look like I took it in the mirror. So I don't, I don't even know if I look real. You know what I mean? No, that's a good point that you bring up because when a man has too many selfies on his profile, I always go, do you not have any just normal photos? Right. Here's the thing. One selfie is fine, but like a man doing a selfie is just like so cringy to me for some reason. And it's normally just because they look so awkward. It's not even like it's a bad photo. It's just kind of like they're soft smiling a little too much. Yeah. Someone told me this the other day and it's like put it into new perspective for me. It's like when someone takes a photo of themselves, so like a mirror pic or a selfie or something on their cell phone um, and they just take that picture and they choose to post it on their dating profile, that is the truest form of what they feel like they look like and feel like they want to give off. So it's almost made me feel like a jerk for being like, that's the picture you pick. Like you didn't have like, you couldn't go stand in front of some waterfall and have your friend take a cute photo of you. But I know your face, you're looking at me like you're just like, no, 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 no. Yeah, just, mind blown. What you said about that's how you view yourself. Right. I never even thought about yes. that because I do like selfies because when you look in, in your phone camera and you go, oh my gosh, I look good. And then somebody else takes a photo of you and you just look like a toad. Well, you got to think about it. You and I take photos of each other all the time, just like when we're out and about doing things. And how many do we take before we're like, oh, I think you got a good one or oh, can you redo it? Mm-hmm. But when you're just like looking at yourself in your mirror at home and you're like, wow, I look cute right now. I'm going to take a photo. So, I mean, I'm trying to be less judgmental mm-hmm. to the fact that, oh, this person only has mirror pics. I'm like, no, this is what they want me to see of them. Wow, like, this that, is what they like. That's a beautiful perspective. And here I'm, I am thinking they just don't have friends to take photos of them. <laughs> <laughs> here we are being like, do you not take pics with your yeah, friends? Right. Okay. So do you think there's a difference between your hinge profile and your Tinder profile? Like, do you switch up the vibes at all? You know, Tinder, I struggle with when it comes to mainly like the bio and things like that. When it comes to Hinge, I feel like because of what, again, what we were talking about, what I feel Hinge is for, it's like I shouldn't have to kind of describe myself. It's like I'm going to answer these prompts. Sometimes I answer them like super, super crazy. Like my one question is like, what do you geek out on? And I said, I go to Disney World a lot, like a lot. You know what I mean? So that's something like lighthearted. But then you get questions like the hallmark of a good relationship. And I put, you should never have to question if your partner is all about you or not. And I'm like, that's heavy. You know what I mean? So I'm like, am I showing enough of like one side or not? But it's like Tinder, you get that little character paragraph to write whatever you want. And I'm like, what do I want these people? That's like your first impression right off the bat, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like these people who are like, oh, well, friends are cool too, but I want something real. I'm like, how do you even approach that? Like, You know what I mean? So (laughs) it's like, what am I going to write that I can approach that? I'm the something real. Well, have you ever had a really bad meetup go wrong? I will say one time I went, this is when I first moved to Jacksonville. I went on a date and it went like super well. We met on, we met on Tinder. We talked for like a couple of days right away. Honestly, we started talking on a Monday. We went out on a date by Friday. Quick turnaround. The date went well. Awesome conversation. I was so transparent. What I'm looking for and how I've been hurt before. A three hour conversation. And I left the date and I was just like, you know what? Like I literally can't do any of this. And this is honestly the first time I can admit to like ghosting somebody that I've ever done. But it was like, I got in front of this person and just was like, this was great. And like, I don't have a bad thing to say about you, but I 
got home, I got the, hey, I had a really great time with you. I'd love to see you again text. And I just was like, yeah, you too. And that was it. And I couldn't do it. But I think that's a big thing with like expectation versus reality. It's like sometimes you like set yourself up on these dating apps. This is going to go great. Mm -hmm. You just feel differently after it. Well, that's why I don't like to talk for too long. I don't want to have too much time to think about it. I just want to like check the vibes. Right. Know how I feel about the You're vibe check. on the vibe check. I'm telling you because I've had so many experiences. My very first date ever, like my first real date where a guy texted me on Bumble and said, hey, do you want to go on a date? That was my experience. It ended up being like a six hour date, which I will eventually tell the story at some point because it mm -hmm. will take a long time to get into. I knew within like five minutes that I was like, I don't want to be on this date with this man. Right. Um, we just don't vibe. It sounds very immature, but like the vibes aren't there. So I guess that brings up another point because I've had this happen to me. If you are really hitting it off on the dating app, you meet up and it's just okay. It's not good. It's not great. But you had such high expectations. When I first moved to Jack's, I went on a date with this guy. He had like such great energy talking to me prior. He had like a lot of game like day of. He's like, oh, I got a hot date tonight. I was like sick. I can't wait. I met him and it was just rough. A like, total dud. Total dud, you know, and he was like super cute and super sweet. I was like super about him through text. But then when I met him, I just like wasn't about it. I gave him another shot. You know what I mean? Like I went out with him again. So I guess for you, if it's like if that vibe check is a no, is it a no? Typically it's a no. It's never steered me wrong. And yeah. that's just because I really trust my intuition because it's typically right. Right. If you have if your picker is a little off, then maybe give it a couple of dates. Mm -hmm. But for me, normally, like if if I'm talking to someone and the first conversation's a little off, it's right. uh it's probably not gonna be a great relationship. I will say one guy that I dated for a couple of weeks, we had a vibe check. Vibe check. Um, we met up at a bar and we really gelled. So mm -hmm. when he asked me out to go out the next day, I was really hyped. I was so pumped for this date. I remember thinking, is it's gonna be my last first date ever? Oh my god. And then he picks me up and he was so awkward. He was a total a-hole, complete Chad. I planned on ghosting him. But then after the first date, it's like his personality switched again. He turned into like this total simp. And then we went out again and he was so nice. And then we dated for a little bit after that and it turns out he was an a-hole. So maybe right. my perception of him was right, but you know. Yeah. So I got two questions for this. So one, have you ever run into somebody that you've like matched with but never talked to? Or have you run into somebody like at a bar or seen out someone that you continually see on a dating app? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's it's almost like seeing a micro celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I've seen you on the dating apps. You know what I mean? I um, I remember making eyes at a guy and we just kind of like had this knowing look and I was just kind of like, mm -hmm, you stopped talking to me a couple weeks ago, but uh, how are you, Brad? Yeah, What's that's up? like the worst. My Something that happened to me today, actually, that I find very uncomfortable when somebody, so this happened on Hinge, a guy that I know in real life and I'm like friendly with, I wouldn't call us like friends, but we mm -hmm. talk every time we see each other. He liked me on Hinge and said, oh my gosh, how are you? I also saw XYZ and our person in our friend group on this app. How crazy is that? And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I, sometimes people just find people they know, but like didn't think that they would look at each other in that light. When I had just graduated college, I swiped on this guy on Tinder. He was three years older than me in high school yeah. and he matched with me and he messaged me and he's like, I know you from somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, I went to high school with you. He's like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, I was like, there's no way because you were the senior. I was the freshman super like crushing on you. I'm like, yeah, you don't know who I am. He's like, there's no way you went to my high school. I'm like, again, I'm making it aware that like you didn't know me. Yeah. And we went on a couple of dates and like it didn't turn into anything, but it was like he would have never like known who I was, but we knew each other. That's a like, fair point. We weren't on the app. That's a fair point. At the same time, next time I see you in person, like if I wasn't interested, then it just kind of like, I almost would have rather you shot your shot in person so I, we could have just handled it there. 
mm-hmm. because especially with this guy, like there had been opportunities for him to get to know me in that type of way. So to now have it happen on a dating app just felt awkward and out of place, if that makes sense. Right. Not out of place, but I was just kind of, let's not do this. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> do you think you're going to find your person on a dating app? You know, I was actually having this conversation with Kennedy, who's come on the podcast a couple of times, and we were both were swiping on Hinge because she just joined the dating app. So yeah. that's a whole other story. She's going, she's having her first dating app experiences. And we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, we're not going to find people on these dating apps. I don't know. I just get the sense that I will meet somebody in the wild. It's really tough. My like previous, like most successful relationships, granted, I say this as successful as I'm like <laughs> super single and heartbroken. It's subjective. It's like, absolutely. No, I think those all happen by chance. But I also have friends who are like getting engaged and married to people they've met on dating apps. I will tell you though, this has never been a conversation I've had with like my mom about dating and stuff like that. And I said to her a couple of weeks ago, casually, I was like, I'm on the apps. And she's like, what does that mean? And I was like, yeah, like I feel like growing up and you probably feel this way too. It was like weird if you met somebody online. Oh like, yeah. Cause you it know was, what I mean? It was match.com or, or like e-harmony. eHarmony and like things like that. But now it's like, oh yeah, I'm on Tinder and Hinge. It's like what people in their twenties mm-hmm. do, like whatever. And my mom was like, I had no idea that was like a thing. And she was like dumbfounded. And she's like, well, are you being careful? I'm like, mom, I've been doing this since college. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm 28. We were really just, out here. It was just like so funny because the generation gap, it's, it's like whatever. It's Yeah, the older generations don't understand because they were playing in a completely different game. Mm-hmm. And I almost envy them because I feel like there was a sense of urgency back in the day. Whereas if you're out at a bar, you're not necessarily like, I need to be aware about meeting someone or I should go approach them. You kind of have this subconscious thought that, well, I guess I could try and find them on Instagram or maybe they're on the dating apps yeah. or I can find somebody else on the dating apps. There's not a sense of, I see someone I find attractive. I should go approach them. Right. Okay. So someone sends you one of those like matches on Hinge. You know what I mean? Like you get the little heart. Now, do you just like send it? So they say, yes, I approve. They have to start the conversation or do you reply if they message you? I never reply. Really? But that's because I always say like, feel free to message me. Like, you oh, know, the, you say something. No, I don't say that. But you know how you, they say this person liked you. So you can either match back or you can message them. Mm-hmm. I always just match back and let put the ball in their court. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Actually, right now, my hinge, if you just look at my messages, it just says, start the conversation with Andrew. Start the conversation with Kyle. I'm like, no. Yeah. Personally, in my opinion, I think for this is maybe a hot take, but I think for a male-female relationship to work, I think the guy kind of has to put Shoot in a little shot, bit more absolutely. effort. Yeah. Like, if I'm letting you know I'm interested, then I think you should have every right to tr- to pursue that. Like, mm-hmm. you talk to me, get to know me, and then ask me out. That's how I think it should go. Right. That's how I think it most successfully works. Isn't Bumble the other way around? Yeah. But to me, that's sort of my way of just saying, hey, I'm interested. If you're interested back, can we, like, get to know each other? Mm-hmm. Not in, like, a I'm the prize type of way, but I just think the dynamic should be more, he should be more pursuing in the in the beginning. How do you feel about paying for a dating app? Okay, so I did something so embarrassing the other day. <laughs> okay. Did you see my TikTok about this? Uh, I did see about giving a rose, okay. but the reason I asked the Tinder gold subscription, yeah. it's like 10 bucks. It tells you who likes you because Hinge, you know who likes you, uh-huh. but Tinder, you don't. It's just you, you either match by choice or you don't. So the other day I was like, am I about to pay 10 bucks no. to know who liked me? I didn't do it. That's so dumb because you're either going to come across their profile or not. So right. why would you pay more? It's like like it's, if you think they're cute, then just swipe right. It's fate or it's not fate. Whether you're on an app or it's not. Yeah. But I will say that is what I like about Hinge. I like knowing who's interested so I don't feel like I have to be on it every day to find people because my profile is out there. Right. So if someone's interested, they can still find me. That's why I haven't deleted all my dating apps yet is because I feel like I'm going to like miss out on somebody. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Back to paying for a dating app is I was down bad. <laughs> Literally all it takes is long brown hair and like one common interest and I, I think you're my soulmate. And you match with Abby. Yeah. So it was this guy who played sports at Liberty 
Liberty University. I was like, oh my gosh, he's six foot one. He has curly brown hair and he believes in God. We're getting married. Yeah, like, right. And so Husband. I, and so I bought one of, I was out of roses, so I had to buy one and, and he didn't even like me back. It was so embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too, is like these apps put like limits. You, you've been on it for too long or you can't like this many people. Who are you to tell me how desperate I yeah, am? Yeah, literally. The app cannot. <laughs> Let me be as desperate as I want. So if you went out on a date with someone or you started talking to someone and you found out that they're paying for their dating app profile, how would you think? Because one time I was talking to this girl and I found out that she paid $40 monthly subscription for him. That's not a red flag to me because that tells me you got money. Or you're... That doesn't mean you got money. That means you're like searching. <laughs> like, maybe you spend your money poorly. And it's like, what kind of filters do you get with like... Because it's like, yeah, I want to want to date people between this age and within this radius. But it's like, what kind of filters do you get for 40 bucks? Like, are you going to tell me like what time of day I was born and what my co-star says? Like, It puts... It, it uh, analyzes your astrology signs and pairs you up with... That's actually a great dating app idea. Someone should start that. Yeah, right. There, well, we there probably is something like that out there, but I want... Next step for the podcast here. <laughs> yeah, let me start this app. Okay, I could seriously talk about this all day, so we will shut up about this and go back on the dating apps. Hopefully, maybe you'll see us. M- maybe you will. <laughs> maybe you'll see the, us. If you're in the Northeast Florida area, hit a girl up. But yeah, we will be... Uh, hopefully, we'll be wifed up by next week when you hear us next. <laughs> all right. Have a great week, kiddos.